pleased to be joined by Jeff Miller of the Los Angeles Times, covering the Chargers year one. We were just talking, Dan Wojcicki is no longer on the beat. Jeff comes in, and all of a sudden the Chargers are 7-2. and two. Yeah, I don't know what Dan was doing that was such a negative, but he clearly <laughs> was bringing this team down. So I, I'm just glad that we, we've been able to flush him out of the system and, and things are looking just up for everybody. We, we love Dan. Dan is covering all things basketball in Los Angeles, and Dan was a front of the program. But but Jeff making his program debut, um, it's been a an interesting week, and I think it all starts with Joey Bosa watch. Joey Bosa, first time practicing, and looks like we're going to have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, um, I think uh, I think the Chargers hope he plays. I think Joey wants to play. I, I'm, I know he wants to play. I my gut feeling is he'll play, uh, but I, we're gonna have to wait to the like all, like all teams. They want to be they want to be safe with this thing and not and not jump the gun and make sure he gets he clears all the hurdles that he has to. But yeah, I think uh, you saw this week uh, the media turnout when he uh, was available to talk. There was a, a few more cameras, a few more Just people. A few more. Yeah, yeah. It, was, yeah. it was probably the most crowded locker room has been this year. Yeah, well, and that, I think that speaks to two things. One, the team's playing well, and so there's a, his return is more than just, hey, this really good player is, is about to come back. It was like, hey, this really good player is about to come back on this team that's playing really well and winning a lot. So I think those two things combined, you saw that even uh, toward the end of the week, too. I mean, there's, there was a little more media than a, little, a, few, a couple more cameras, a little more attention to this team. Uh, and I think that's it, it speaks to both those things. But, yeah, it's a, an exciting time, and we, you have a really good team that's getting uh, – about to get a really good player back. Whether it's against the Broncos or next week against the Cardinals, what do you think Joey's presence is going to mean to this defense that has held all their opponents under 20 points since week four? Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting um, dynamic in that this they've sort of developed a pass rush in his absence a little bit. They struggled, as we know, the first few games. Uh, That's come along the last few weeks. They picked it up for sure. Yeah, they definitely definitely have and. I don't think it's going to be any kind of disruptive thing in terms of now they've got a, this new guy. I think it only it's not like an offensive line situation maybe where there could be some chemistry in that. I think you you plug in a guy who's a was an all-pro last year and has led the team the last two years in sacks. You put him in a, a defense that's playing well. I think the defense plays even better. Mm. And I uh, the you know the you know the big thing uh, losing Denzel Perryman is a big loss for the rush defense and that's something we're going to see this week how they adjust to that. But uh, I think when Joey is back in there, I, I just think the defense that that has been playing very well, uh, as you mentioned, they, they held uh, a bunch of opponents in a row now to, to under 20. Uh, I, I think uh, they're going to be that much better. And, and he, he could put that guy in any defense in this league, including the, the Broncos, who have four really good rushers, and they're going to be better. So uh, I, I think it's just, it's just going to be a, a chance for this team to ratchet it up even more not many people get an all pro back in December or the end of November whatever the case may be so Joey is just going to be another added benefit to this defense you mentioned Denzel Perryman that injury is a big injury because he is instrumental in helping to stop the run and Jeff I remember last year Joey had to do a lot 
in terms of helping to stop the run, especially at the beginning of the year when Denzel was out. So I think this may be an, an underrated part of him coming back. Of course, we know he can get after the quarterback. Uh, a lot of guys on this team can, and Joey's probably the best at anybody at doing it. But Joey can also help in, in stopping the run, something that you're going to have to do in November and December. Oh, absolutely, and especially you know some of these games coming up, these road games uh, in Pittsburgh, in Kansas City. We know those teams are going to try to run the ball and we uh, in the cold and all that. And so, yeah, you're right, absolutely right about that that rush defense. The thing, you know, Joey, it, it's almost like in baseball when you you make a trade deadline deal and you bring in a guy, a really good player. Yeah. That's kind of like what this is. It you feels still have like. to give up anything right now. <laughs> yes, yes, that <laughs> that helps. But I think if you know you get Joey back, with, and and I think Denzel's loss is huge. I don't think there's any question about that. The one thing this could do or will do when Joey comes back is now you've got Damian Square who can go back, play more inside where he, he was, exactly. you know, he's he's been playing more on the outside with, with Joey out. That certainly is going to help uh, the the, uh, the rush defense. And the other thing, too, as talking to uh, – uh, Corey Legit earlier this week, and he is talking about how he's starting to feel better, and he still thinks he's going to play. He, as he said, my best games are still coming, and that's another guy. You know, again, in week five, and you, if he gets up to speed a little bit more. I mean, that's going to help, and they're going to need this, as as Anthony Lynn said the other day. We, you know, Denzel's loss. What this means is everybody's got to play better. Like all those guys on the defensive front, all have to pick up because it's not like you have another Denzel Perryman you can just plug in there and uh not at this point it, of the season no and you're, you you so it's going to be everybody having to pick up their play and then in Chargers case they have you know they have a couple of guys who are are you know in Joey who's going to join Corey who's kind of picking up his play and uh, so there that speaks to the fact that or suggests the fact that they're they are going to be able to pick up their play it's not just coach speak that they they actually could help uh, offset Perryman's loss and again last season they had experience playing without Denzel so guys like Adrian Phillips will step up you have Kyle Emanuel Hayes Pollard, who who they actually just brought back to the team a couple of weeks ago, not knowing that Denzel was going to get hurt. He started, I believe, 10 games last year uh, at that position. So he does have experience with the system. Uh, it's probably the best-case scenario at this point of the season uh, when you lose a guy like Denzel. There's no, there's no good-case scenario at this point, but to have guys like that who are familiar is a big deal. And you mentioned the Hayes Pollard. How big of a deal is that that they brought him back when they they signed him back? Because he, he, you know, that's a that's a really big deal. Because I mean, he you know, he you you said it. He was a starter last year when Perryman was out, and he could have been gone. Like they, the, the, and the fact that he comes back and now he's they really need him. That was that worked out like really well. It like did. I mean, and that's one of those things where it's easier to not remember that or not not acknowledge that. But that that was a. A, a real stroke of uh, of of luck, of genius, whatever it was. But yeah, uh, it's not like it was a it was a corresponding move because Denzel went down. This happened right before Denzel went down. Yeah, it was almost like uh, you know if you and if you believe in this kind of stuff and you you, you believe in some of the stuff you see at the end of when they beat Tennessee and that way that game ended and then the the win in Seattle. You start maybe this, maybe some of these things start to add up. You think, hey, maybe something's going on. That's a you know an off the field thing that sure. Wow, that worked out really well, and maybe that's suggests that uh, there could be something more at work here and maybe this this team does have something kind of special going here and jeff they finally get back home Uh, you and i've been on the road 
Gosh, 41 days? <laughs> is, it, is this the longest road trip you've been on on any level? I mean, you, you've covered baseball, so I know that's a little bit different of a deal. But, I mean, for football, that's that's unprecedented. Yeah, yeah it's kind of it, it didn't feel all that unusual to me at times. Uh, but, yeah, I can understand uh, it, it did get to be uh, – it, it's nice not to have to pack and, and not, uh, not be going anywhere this weekend. But, yeah, I, I think uh, – uh, it, I, I think these guys are this 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 extended stretch away from home went really well. You know, they won a bunch of games. Uh, you know, a bunch of different environments they won. Uh, that game in Seattle, I think, was 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 really big. I mean, you know, the Seahawks. You know, they beat the Packers this week. So that we, you know, almost Pack- beat the Rams the week before. And I mean, they're playing well. It's a tough place to to win. I don't care what their record is, and that's not a bad team. And they, the Chargers went there and won a won a tough game. Uh, took care of things in Oakland like they should have. Uh, so I, I think they're feeling really good about themselves. I think they're they're glad to be here. Glad not to have to go anywhere for a couple of weeks. And I, I you know, I think you know this is not. This is not a game. Uh, this has, this has potential issues with it. You know, just a division game, a division rival. Those are never easy. Uh, the, you know, the Broncos have had a lot of success against the Chargers the last few years. So, uh, but I think they, yeah, I think being at home, uh, I think this team is really looking forward to playing playing at home. And uh, I, you know, I think uh, I think this is going to be a really good game. And uh, uh, you know, I suspect they'll they'll continue to play well. And Jeff, I tell you, going home refocuses you, but the fact that you get a home game against a division rival, you just came off a win against the Raiders, a hard-fought win up in Oakland. This Denver team has lost a lot of close games, Chiefs, Rams, uh, a team you can't take lightly. No, I, I, I don't think the Chargers Chargers will. I think they understand. Uh, I'm sure they've been told the, uh, the you know, they've, they've seen what the Broncos have done. They've been told that... Uh, They've, I'm sure, are very familiar with how the, the close games they've played and how they they almost beat the Chiefs a couple of times. Could have beat the Rams, lost by three to the Rams, and we know how good the Rams are. So, uh, I'm sure that they have been told, don't take you know three and six. Uh, that's not uh, this team isn't three and six. And I think uh, Anthony Lynn earlier this week said they, the the. They remind the Broncos right now. Remind him of the Chargers last year when the Chargers were having a tough season. Yes, and then you know and ended up uh, going on a run, a nice run at the end of the year. He, this this Broncos team reminds him a little bit of that. So I think all he has to do, if if uh, for those char- players who were here last year, uh, if you kind of bring that story up, they understand what that means. So uh, I don't know that the uh, that the Broncos are gonna are gonna go ten and six at the end of the season. Uh, they're gonna be that good. But I I do think this is a team that uh, is fully capable of, of coming in here and 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 winning this game. Playing certainly playing tough. And I suspect it'll be a tough game. I think it'll be it'll probably be one of those games close early, close for the first half, uh, close into the second half. I I think the. Tr- Chargers should uh, be able to take care of business here, and I think they should in the second half kind of maybe put this away. But, you know, we've seen this team as uh, uh, they have been more of a first-half team, and uh, if, if it's close at halftime, I think it'll be – uh, I think it'll be a, a struggle in the second half. I think that I think the Chargers should win, but I, I don't think it's a game that uh, that they're they're coming into thinking. Oh, now we got a you know we got a three win team no. coming in here. So, you know, let's still let's just show up and we'll do our thing and we'll we'll uh, we'll come back next week. I think they I, I'm I'm 
assuming, I'm sure, that the Broncos have their attention, they should have their attention. And like you said, it's a division rival game, and whatever it is about this league, these games, and it doesn't, it's all the divisions. They all, they all you know, you just look at the rivalries in this league, it's all division, uh, yeah, you know. I mean, you construct your teams based on your divisional opponents, and, you know, to, to your point about the Broncos, their pass rush. When you have an all-pro, Von Miller, who could wreck a game. And then you have another guy in Bradley Chubb, six and a half sacks his last four games. Combined, they have 17 sacks on the year. Plus, offensively, 5.2 yards of rush, which leads the league. Uh, I will say, their offensive line is, I think, the unit to watch in this game because Connor McGovern, their starting guard, is now their center. He's never started at center in his college career or his pro career. Uh, Max Garcia, their starting guard, towards ACL in practice this week. So they have a lot of shuffling on that interior line. And I just think of you talking about Corey Legit, uh, a guy who said he hasn't played his best ball yet. Uh, it may be an opportunity for him to have his best game of the year. Yeah, I, I, you know, those guys in that locker room, they, they know the injury report too, and they see the same things that we're seeing is in terms of what's happening with the Broncos' uh, offensive line. So I'm sure they're, they see that and it excites them, uh, those guys on the interior especially. So I'm sure that's a uh, they they see that as an opportunity. Um, the Broncos have had, I mean, they they traditionally have have good offensive lines, and they and they have run the ball really well. So I think they're going to be. Uh, uh, I think those guys who are in there are, are still going to probably play well. Uh, but it's, you know, this is a, you know, you mentioned Vaughn Miller and Chubb, those guys. Uh, this could be a game where, where Phillip is, feels a little more pressure than, than maybe he's felt. Now, he's been really good, as we all know. I mean, he's been really good getting rid of the ball. It's a situation, I think, where, uh, you know, he, he goes up to the line. I think he knows where the ball's going or should go based on what he sees. If it's there, he takes it right away. He's not, uh, uh, he's not holding the ball a lot. He's not, trying to make, he's not trying to make huge plays every time. I think last week against the Raiders, we saw where the Raiders took away the, that deep stuff. And, the, and I think part of it, a big part of it, was that another part of it early on, there was a, that wind was kind of crazy in the stadium, the first part. It was, We, yeah. we saw a couple yeah, yeah. of those Phillips passes downfield. Things got a little weird there. So I think those two things combined, you just saw it. They stopped doing it, and they and Phillip was content just to go to check down, to throw short. I think, uh, you know, he, he's, he's at a point in his career where he's going to – I don't think he's he's you know he's not looking to go deep and, and take those big shots as like maybe he's done he's done in the past and so uh, I think that'll offset that that rush but we we could see him under some more pressure and, and having to to move a little more than we've seen and uh, uh, I, I do think you know that part of it is going to be going to be a challenge and uh, so the, the, this this you know this Denver team offer there's there's some issues that you have to deal with there's no Sure. And isn't it interesting that former Broncos are going to be the guys protecting Phillip? You know, you got Michael Schofield, who mm-hmm, was drafted yeah. by the Broncos. Virgil Green spent his first seven seasons with Denver. Russell Kuhn was a member of that 2016 Broncos team, started all 16 games, went up against Von Miller in practice. So, you know, Virgil especially, I think you're going to see Virgil used in a variety of different ways, maybe helping with pass protection. We know his his run-blocking ability. And then maybe getting that 20- to 25-yard reception from time to time that Virgil's been doing this year. Ken Wisnett this week talked about Virgil a little bit and how he kind of, you know, he'll emerge, you know, he emerges and he'll, he'll make a play in these games that you, not that you don't necessarily not expect, but with all the weapons on this team, you don't usually 
he's not a guy you think, okay, we got to watch out for, you know. Exactly. And if you don't account for him, Jeff, he, he can beat you on a big game. Yeah, he can. I mean, he's 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 capable. He's a capable receiver. We, like you said, we know he's a good blocker. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of familiarity with, with – between these teams, like they're, they're you know, they're in the same division. There's going to be, but then you've got guys who played on both sides. So uh, there's even more. So I, I think, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be, you know, it's going to have a, a game that's going to have a real familiar feel to it, and it's going to be, you know, there's there's going to be a lot of. Uh, the, it's it's just going to be one of those rugged, rough, you know, hard hitting. You know, not that their NFL doesn't have has light hitting games, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Where yeah, it's going to be I know exactly what you mean. It, it, it's it's just going to be one of those games where it it's probably just it's not the light hitting. Be, you know, just relax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or they just they go up and tap each other back and forth. Exactly. But uh, it's just going to be one of those games. I think it's going to be there's going to be probably a little more angst than uh, than Charger fans wish there is. Well, we'll wish get, there would be. We'll get you out of here. On this, Jeff, what do you think is going to decide this one? Uh, knowing what this Chargers team has been over the last six games, winners of six straight, uh, how do they get to seven in a row? I, I, I do think uh, I do think the Chargers are going to win. I think they are very confident. I think they feel really good about themselves. You know, coming. Way, home. We didn't mention Kobe Bryant visiting the practice facility on Friday, so there's a little added boost. And, yeah, and you you, know, you get you get Kobe giving you some words of wisdom, like he uh, apparently imparted today. I, my, the message, I, as I understand it, was kind of you know you haven't done anything yet, kind of idea. Seven and two, it doesn't mean anything. Nobody cares about that, and he's right. And uh, I, I think that's the message that that Anthony Lynn has been espousing, and that's certainly what Philip Rivers has said to us in, in the in his news conferences: is we haven't done anything. Who, who cares about seven and two? Nobody cares about seven and two. So, but I, yeah, I think I do think the Chargers will win, but I, I think it's gonna. I think it'll come down to. There's, there is that belief, and they've won these close games at the end, and they're doing a lot of things well, and they're, ma- they're making the plays that they need to make. And I think they uh, are in a, you know, I think they're going to, they're in a position where they, I think they feel like, and I think rightfully so, that they're the better team. They have, they're superior right now where these two franchises are. And I, I think it'll. I think there's that belief, and in a lot of times these games, it's it, you know, you're just they're going to be seeing who's going to make the play, and I think somebody will make the play that will will turn this thing and will will get it in the Chargers' favor, and I don't think they'll let it go once they have that. And so I just think where these two teams are, are right now, it it just it certainly feels very much like this is a game the Chargers should win. Eight and two if they can get the win against the Broncos. Jeff Miller, Los Angeles Times. Jeff, what do you got working uh, this weekend? What, what can we read this weekend? Uh, well, we we're, we are going to be talking some about Denzel's loss and how they're going to try to uh, you know how to what that means, and then uh, also some. Uh, I thought uh, Vance Joseph, the Broncos coach, had some interesting things to say about Philip uh, this week. So we'll be getting into some of that, and then. And, uh, and, a, and a lot of just this whole issue of trying to trying to beat another division rival and how difficult it can be, even no matter what the records are. A must-read if you're a Chargers fan. Jeff Miller, thanks so much, Ben. Oh, thank you.